vibe. I just like to see things that like haven't been done. When I can take risks and then I know that I'm expressing myself. We, I, I never went in on the song so many times. I, you know, I listen to everybody. I listen to all kind of music. The truth is in the room. It's a vibe. Podcast. Oh yeah, it's redundant, right? Podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I mean TMK pronouns he him. Uh, big music fan, music lover, taste maker. Here with my counterparts, also taste maker in the game. You know, music lover, music fan, aficionado, Talia Menji. Hey. Like okay, so we've been talking about doing this podcast for a while now. Yeah, yeah, I've been planning it for. <laughs> you may be used to our other content, you know, which is you know the EMP, the political podcast. But as you see, and as we've told you before, we're coming with new, fresh things because you know I'm not a monolith. Okay, yeah, I I, I know a lot about a lot of things, and uh, as a millennial, I gotta have multiple podcasts. Okay, you're world class in multiple disciplines, as a friend says to me all the time. Mm, must have been a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about like your experience so far of like putting this together? Like, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, getting much more comfortable. Um, the mics are a thing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just really like, it's pushing me to listen to more music and to go deeper into, into this joy. You know, I grew up around a lot of musicians and I really miss that music talk. Like I, during the pandemic, I really haven't had that. Um, you know, I used to go to a lot of like open mics and music shows, little living room concert type things. So this has been really nice to, uh, to reawaken that, you know, we always talk about how much it, like how much not more fun, but how much fun it is to um, speak about a movie or a book or a television show with someone who's also a really big fan, you know, yes. like just that discussion is so fun, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I really feel that way about music almost even more so, you know, to like be able to have a conversation with other music lovers and, you know, people like you said, who are pushing to, to find new stuff. I'm drawn to it like moth to flame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I think, and and and, and you know, also in, in talking about our content with um, the EMP podcast, also knowing, like, you know, we are, like, about this life. We about the movement. Like, we moving forward with that kind of love and appreciation for the artists that are doing the right thing. Divesting from the bullshit out there. Divesting from the bullshit. The zeitgeist. One of the things that's important to me is as an artist, I mean, and we both are artists. I'm, you know, a musician. I know you're interested in music. You know, it's tough to live in a world where being an artist, for most artists, is not very lucrative. Yeah. And I am a big hater of the streaming service model Yeah. Uh, for a couple of reasons that we're going to talk about now. Um, but the number one, I, I, I guess the the most wanted, the number one on my most wanted list is Spotify. I, I just cannot stand Spotify for multiple reasons. But yeah, we will talk about those more specifically maybe in another podcast. What I wanted to talk about is how much you earn as a artist, a musical artist on a streaming service. And... I think we have some numbers here. Do you want to go through the numbers, like the exact numbers? I think that's important. Yeah. yeah, because this is ridiculous. Like, we have a little chart. There's this art, wonderful article, What 
streaming music services pay updated for a quick duck duck go search and you can be right here with us yeah daniel sanchez is and this is 2018 um but i think it's updated yeah it's updated for this year so this is great the lowest should we start at lowest or highest the the lowest paid amount let's go lowest okay so that would be big shocker youtube youtube is zero point zero 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 seven four and it it breaks it down by how much you would need to get a livable wage so like kind of like how when we talk about billionaires like how much yep. money they truly have so this is one of those breakdowns mm-hmm. I mean, okay i'm excited it breaks it down with if you were going to make they say the livable wage which let's be real it's probably more than this but to make one thousand quote on a quote unquote living wage yeah mm-hmm. is one thousand four hundred seventy two to make that on youtube you would need two million one hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three total plays on YouTube in a month. Yeah, per month. Make that level wage. You can't see it because we're a podcast, but I'm doing air quotes when I say level wage. Oh right, right. I do the air quotes on yeah when no one can see you. You got to just switch up the tone of the voice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, livable wage. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah, you. no problem. Podcast expert. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so YouTube is at the bottom. Uh, above that, slightly is pay. Really, who? I mean, I guess you do use YouTube as a streaming service, you know. No, nobody who's really though like a um, bougie music person is only using YouTube, right? I mean, you gotta Some use something else. Some people really like the visual. Some people are visual okay. intakes. You need the visual if you're if you have a hair, hearing impairment, you know. And there, you can put the subtitles on it covering my blind spots i appreciate that all right who's next uh pandora they have 0.00 only two zeros wow only two zeros zeros. Mm. one one per play the is that a ten thousandth percentile yes (laughs) no it's a a hundred thousandth percentile i teach second graders math for time (laughs) you're killing it right now you wear many hats (laughs) Okay, but anyway, yeah, per play, so you would need 1,106,767 total plays a month to just get $1,472. Okay. Now, so what's next after Pandora? It just, it's depressing. Like, this is just horrible. Like, how do you get, like, who has a million fucking plays of any shit? Who, who are emerging artists, that just completely knocks you out of ever making money. Off of this, at least. And uh, I know what you're maybe asking yourself as a listener right now. You may be saying to yourself, yeah, but people make... The, the, I, I see artists with hundreds of millions of views. I, I see artists with... Oh, wow. So they made $10,000. <laughs> Having a couple million, that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. Me, personally, you know, I'm not part of a a label. I'm a completely independent artist. So Mm -hmm. the way you do streaming is you, you know, you sign up for some sort of service. Um, I use DistroKid. That's not an endorsement. But you upload your music onto there with your artwork and, you know, all those other things. And you can put your music up on there. But... It charges you, it's still a service you have to pay for. You know what I mean? So, like, you yeah. still got to pay 50 bucks 
just to upload it. You know? Right. Like, so the thing about it is, is when you're uh, inputting your music, what they ask you is, like, how do you divide this up? Like, if you're in a band or, you know, you have a manager or you have a label. Well, now that point zero zero one three five cent is now being split several ways. Right. It may be if you are a completely independent artist and you're making that, you might be taking home, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. That's, I mean, it's it's very uncommon. You know, it's an uncommon thing that you not have a record deal or you not have backing in some capacity or, or manager, producer. So we're splitting that even three more ways or four, five, six, eight. I mean, who knows? And, and, and you know, good artists bring in other artists and want to pay them. You know what I mean? Like people I know, like, you know how much artistry goes behind a video shoot? Like you need the the person who's doing the fashion. You need the photography, the videography, the style, the director, the, you know, a really good one has many people in that. And the, the, the pot for everyone to take from needs to be bigger because then everyone's, like you said, it's just, it's simple math. Everyone goes away with a smaller chunk. Or we pay the people who are doing certain tasks nothing. And then we say, oh, let's pay you an exposure. This is a good opportunity for you. That's what we tell artists. I feel like that ends up normalizing bad things in the artist community. Yeah. You're constantly, because, you know, if I'm doing a music video, I'm almost looking for the homie discount. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If I'm doing studio time, I'm looking for the homie discount. Mm. Because, you know, you're not making that much as an artist. And it just continues to uh, snowball. Yeah. Into like, okay, I'm a broke artist and I, I want to work with a broke art, a broke artist. You know, it's kind of like Reaganomics, like the pretend, like money funnels up. It doesn't funnel down. Yeah, it's, it's going up. into the the people we had to buy these microphones from to record shit. That's who ends up with the money, and it's it's horrible because they wouldn't exist without artists. They wouldn't. Yeah, it's so uh devalued like i feel like mm. art is so devalued like i think it was listed with the pandemic we were talking about this it's it, artists was like the number one job people thought was non-essential right I do and it's that. never art is everywhere that's what got us through the damn pandemic everyone got on tiktok everyone you know what i mean that is art that's like film that you know it's a it's a simple quick version of it but a lot goes into that stuff, and, and it's all artwork, and people just discount it, and they don't pay the artists at yeah. all. Dance for me, but I don't, I'm not going to give you anything. This, this brings me to another point that I just thought of just now. I wasn't expecting to talk about this, but mm. after, after hearing you, this is why it's so important for artists to get grants individually. Individually, mm. artists should get grants. Because you just don't live in a world that is sustainable as an artist, you know, like you can be an artist, but let's be real. If you're really making that money, you're a tool for the industry in some capacity. I'm, I'm just saying mm -hmm. you have to play into the clout. You have to, you know, how about this? There's things you can't do. I, uh, I know that, you know, and I was in the, the, the NACA scene for a long time, you know, like that's the National Association for Collegiate Activities or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, basically college circuit. College circuit, you know, and um, it's highly competitive and, you know, it does pay well, but it's not fun, you know, like getting money as an artist is just not fun. Everyone I knew who did it came out like 
I need a break from this artwork for like a year, you know, like they like stopped creating because it became so robotic. Like you said, you're playing the hits, right? And it's soul sucking to feel like you are just not doing art anymore. You're just stuck in this shell of this person you used to be when you wrote that. Like yeah. you, you outgrow art. I think people don't understand that unless they do something, something creative where you're like, my old projects, they're not me anymore. This is something I think about when I think about streaming services and how little it is. Yeah. Something like music streaming has to be subsidized. Mm. And really what I mean to say is it should be socialized. You know, like the way we talk about, you know, socialized medicine or mm. you know, the way we talk about socialized housing or, I mean, socialized music. And what I mean by that is we all put the money in the pot. You know what I'm saying? We all got the money in a large pot and every artist is able to pull from this pot, you know, streaming, you know, every artist gets one cent and you know what I'm saying? It's a taxable thing. Everyone has access to it. That, that way, you know, people are not having to pirate music. Like think about how many times, you know, I know streaming has become really big, but not even a few years ago, they were doing exclusives. Mm. You remember that? Yeah. 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 Like, like this, this artist was, you know, exclusive, this artist. So like now my, that music was becoming inaccessible and it's still inaccessible because a lot of people don't have money to pay for streaming services regardless. Yeah. You know, I have to listen sad. to endless shitty ads that make you not even want to listen to music. <laughs> and hearing ads is violence to my subconscious. Right? We already pay for half the, half the time you're getting ads when you pay for the service too. So might as well not, you know what I mean? The Hulu model. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but, but with, with all that being said, with yeah, all the should we, negatives... should we go through, should we go through the rest of the list too, to say, you know, give yeah, the props? Let's finish. Let's finish. Yeah. Let's... Yeah. So, um, so the next one above Spotify, oh, and is it, the next is Spotify and they pay between zero, 0. 0.003 and 0. 0.005. Like that's not even a real coin. You know what I mean? Like that's like a portion of a penny. <laughs> It's like you're talking about bitcoins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you would have to you would have to have um two thousand two hundred and six thousand and eleven plays to make that one yeah, thousand. Still ridiculous. Yeah. What's the top? What's the okay, best? yeah. Let's skip to the top. Um, so uh, you know, I'll just say in order without the number. So go. So the bottom was YouTube, Pandora, then Spotify, then Amazon. And Deezer. I don't even know Deezer. What is Deezer? There's a bunch of random streaming services. Yeah. That you just <laughs> Google Play Music, which I just found is ending debunked. anyway. Uh, then Apple Music jumps a lot on Tidal, almost double what the rest of them are paying. Then it jumps even more for Napster. It's like three times. See, that's why I got Tidal, though. See, that's what I use. Again, not an endorsement. Yeah. Just saying I like Tidal. I use Tidal. I like its algorithm. Look, I came into it because I had some hope for Jay-Z at that time. Like, he's, you know, he's doing it for the artists. And yeah, you're using Tidal now too, right? You, yeah, I actually, you know, the people who got me into the mu into music use Spotify. You know, like the first person who like sent me a playlist, sent me a Spotify playlist. I was like, oh, start using that. Yeah, it's very user-friendly for sure, but uh, not worth it now seeing how much they pay. So I switched to Tidal and I'm still kind of transitioning. I, I have like the free account, you know, I don't pay for it anymore. I still utilize Spotify because people send me playlists and then I just take what I like and I put it on title. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've been doing is recreating the playlists on there. It's, it's tedious though because title, I'm seeing that anytime that I search for an artist of color, 
it's almost impossible to find the song. You have to type out every single letter and spell it. You know, you can't even have a letter off. And I'm not a great speller as much. I'm a writer. And I still, and especially, you know, these are names. So, like, like fuck spelling. You get to spell your name however you want. And Facts. Um, and it's like, it always suggests the white artists. They're at the top of the list and you have to scroll all the way down. So it's like, oh yeah, they're paying these artists a little more, but are they exposing them so that they're getting more views? Clearly not. Because searching over and over when it's clearly, like, I know this artist is, is, uh... Frequently searched. Yeah, or non-binary or, you know, anything, any marginalized artist is super difficult and then i'll go on to a white artist and it pops up first thing in these algorithms you know they're they're inherently racist because the people yeah. who wrote them were inherently racist exactly. and you know that and that's one of the things the lies uh, about title you know it's mm-hmm. like oh well an artist owned it and doesn't even own it anymore right the cash it. app square company owns it now you know so that that sucks to know that they're centering white musicians you know that that, that really that really sucks and apparently they're saying, the article also said that it's lowering how much it's paying them. So it's going down next year. And, you know, Tidal has not been without its controversy, actually. Um, uh, in 2018, there was some claims, I guess, by whistleblowers within the company or people who had hacked into their database. They found that 320 million plays of Lemonade and I guess this Kanye album were added. Mm. 320 million plays to the artists that were just confined. Once you saw that, and basically what they were saying is in the time, The Life of Pablo, Mm. that was the other one. They were saying that, you know, you'd had to play it 96 times within one day. Every single user had to have played it 96 times in one day. There was a lot of... Just just sketchy, sketchy numbers. You know what mm. I'm saying? I don't believe any fixed books <laughs> type deal. Who's not cooking the books? Yeah, for your for your people. I mean, you know, you think about like uh, I know people have told me stories where like they worked at grocery stores and they just hook up their people with food, you know, and I get that. But you're already a billionaire. like. And you're giving the money to billionaires. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and I think that's, that's another difference. That's another thing about these like super famous artists that I don't like, you know, they are unwilling to help the indie artists out there. You know what I'm saying? They're really just looking for the next potential star to put them like back into the conversation. They'll help yeah. out big names and leak it to the press, you know? Yeah. So, you for know, their image, because their PR team said it's a good And move. I think that's the problem with a lot of these like musicians that are at the top. You know what I mean? Like the Taylor Swifts, the Jay-Zs. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the Kanye's, like, they're billionaires and they're trying to keep that wealth. Like, they're political figures. Like, there's... They destroy other people's music, you know? Facts. I totally I totally agree with that. And it causes everyone to get pushed down. You know, and Taylor Swift, you know, I'm not a fan. She blew up uh, a couple years back, you know, saying that streaming services were not paying the artists enough. And instead of calling for some sort of action, she was like, I'm just going to negotiate my rate do you know what i'm saying like you know just for me that's white feminism for you you know i want my seat at the table the oppression table gimme you know yeah it's like i think about logan paul being like oh you should pay your fighters more it's like you're a piece of shit man like how about you pay people more (laughs) damn that's a fact you know how about you pay the people you know you steal your art from 
Taylor Swift fucking appropriates and and damages. So how about you pay them? I'll never forgive her for getting um, Kendrick on that song, that Bad Blood song. One of the worst, dumbest songs of all time. One of the greatest rappers of all time. Lost a lot of clout that day. But these are the gatekeepers. You have to do a song with them if you don't want to tank your career. You know it. You know she was like, you know what? I want to have a rapper on here. And my favorite is Kendrick. I don't care what it costs. Right. And his label kind of, there's only three labels, essentially. So you know that they might be part of the same, like, parent parent record industry or whatever. I'm sure it's all, it's only owned by, like, Sony, Warner Brothers, and, like, some other one. You know, anyway, I digress. I mean, yeah, I think about uh, all these artists, all the shit they do. Like, I think about Kesha's situation, you know, I wasn't really a fan. Uh, but, you know, that what what happened to her was fucked up. Like, she had to work with her abuser and own the rights to, and couldn't create music. Like, that's what happens if you say no to the, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's easier to say yes and take a clout hit than it is to to deny the gatekeepers, these people who are oppressive and, and created a system around themselves to please themselves at every time. You know, it's the thing when you're like, well, I'll, I'll do anything. You know, did you really want this? Do you really want to be successful? You got to grind. You got to take some hits. Damn, I actually wanted to bring this up. Bef- uh, I wanted to bring this up. There was, because, I, you know, sometimes you want to know, like, can I support? Can I do anything right. to help this? You know, A, support your artists directly. Mm. Buy an album if you love them. If they're an indie artist... Buy their merch. Buy yeah. their merch. You really can help them. You know, like it's not just streams, but the union of musicians and allies, allied workers. Um, check them out on uh, their respectable social medias or websites. Uh, petition Spotify that they pay at least one cent per stream. Uh, Nine thousand artists so far. So um, if you want to know more about what you can do to help, I, I would check out uh, Union of Musicians or Allied Workers. Use DuckDuckGo to search it online and, uh, you know, peep how your voice, you know what I'm saying, can impact this movement for one cent per stream, which I think we both agree is, it's kind of like the $15 minimum wage. It's like still way too low. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I guess it's something. I remember, and I'm I'm an artist. I'm an artist. So I've, I've been doing this rap thing for a long time. I've been doing this vocal musician, front man thing for a long time. And I remember I used to be able to sell CDs. You know, I, it's it's cliche, but whatever. We did it. We sold CDs out the trunk of the car. Right. Have a duffel bag worth of CD. For that, it was mixtapes. <laughs> or mixtapes. I mean, let's be really honest. It was mixtapes. I'm calling them <laughs> CDs because I'm a, you know, 80s baby. But I remember sometimes going to a venue, maybe getting $75 for, for my performance. But I might sell really 25 mixtapes. That you know, it's like seven, ten dollars a pop. Sometimes people just give you a twenty. You know, it's love out there in the community. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you put on a show for us. Thank you. People Here is my you. thanks. You know, and I think every you know, if you listen to this, you probably you know, uh, you know, recognize or you 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 resonate with that. But I I, I might walk out of a venue with maybe two hundred dollars, like two fifty, like. And to feel like you know that I remember just celebrating every time I would buy something, I'd be like, I'm buying this with the money I made from my art. You know what I mean? Like it hits different. It hits different. That joy is just to do what you love and to have people receive it, enjoy it, and think it, and and know that it deserves recognition and monetary recognition. 
unfortunately, we live in late stage capitalism and yeah, the death you know, cult, <laughs> the death cult for sure. But our friend, friend Moman says this all the time. Like, you know, you show your gratitude with money in capitalism, unfortunately. And your protests. With your protests with money. So, you know, get on Bandcamp. You know, if you're on Spotify, move up to Napster or like us title. You know, we're not, <laughs> you know, we're not completely clean in this. Yeah, there's no ethical consumption as... <laughs> There's no ethical consumption in late state capitalism. But you can try. You can try to get there, you, you know? Can, it's a spectrum. Uh, what, what I'm saying is, like, this is not what hustling as an indie artist meant 20 years ago. And you hear a lot of people say, the game is so much easier now. There's, you know, so much more platforms you can put your music on. You don't have to sell it out of the truck. You don't have to... A, I think it's, it's, it's a problem because you don't understand what it do, it is to be a live performer, like we said. It's overwhelming. Like when pe we talk to people, we're definitely going to do an episode about how to find, you know, good music. It It is a skill that you have to build and learn because I remember getting started. And I was like, where do I even go? There's just endless lists of shit. And it's like I would listen to five things in a row and hate them. And it's like you just spent, you know, 20 minutes of your life doing this on only a couple, you know, you, you can't rise above the pack because it's just a seat you know and i like that though i, I do like it say and i, I don't do like, like it. it you know because most art is bad you know i was in the spoken word game so are you for a long time god love god i love it but most of it is bad <laughs> you know i was in um a band a rock band i was a front man for a rock band way back in the day i don't know if you knew that about me you d i did i did i always oh, tell people yeah. i was in a band i always say they're like yeah you've told me several times to me <laughs> But uh, I was in a band. <laughs> it's like, what was that one fucking terrible movie that was like that one time in band camp? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. American Pie. One time when I was in a band. <laughs> then I like, lost my original turn of thought. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, that performance is important. Like, you know, the amount of work that you put over, you know, through the years. Like, now we in a pandemic. You know, it will never be the same. The The economy's going down. You don't have as much money. Like, you got to be tighter with money. You know, when we talk about finding music, the artists with the most promotions get the most listens. and That are most platformed. The algorithm likes, yeah. But not only that, radical music is de-incentivized. De we know this because, you know, Facebook does it. Um, you know, Google does it. They shadow ban it. Yeah. They shadow ban it. Like you were talking about with title centering white artists. So just stay woke out there. So um, let's say uh, public.pulse.vibes yes. on Instagram. Yes. Follow us for memes and recommendations and, and all kinds of fun things. Support the artists and um, love yourself. That's a good one, right? Just in yeah. general, love yeah. yourself. Yeah. Drink some water. I know you forgot to. <laughs> I, w I did I brought it up here and I wasn't I was thinking. talking to the audience but you too <laughs> that's called projecting that's called projecting yeah so uh, yeah follow us uh, much love do you want to give them your any other Instagrams or anything they can check your work out on like your artwork or yeah it's revive artist uh, with a period in between world class in multiple disciplines I am Amin TMK uh, Talia Minji and uh, this is Vibe